What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to another episode of the World's Team on Blogging the Boys Network in partnership with SB Nation. I'm Paul Stewart and I am joined here by my very special guest, my Irish brother, Brian Gaynor of the UK Cowboys. How are we doing, my bro? All good, all good. Nice early Saturday morning for us, Paul, but... Uh, I know, I know, it's... it's... <laughs> I know it's it's a quite a crispy Saturday, I, I have to admit. Uh, but yeah, so speed of a crispy, we're going to be up into the frozen tundra that is Minnesota this weekend against the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, I'm 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 looking out the window here in Ireland, and I'm going, Jesus, it's it's cold. And I mean, I know you're further north up in Scotland than me, but yeah. at least we're not in six foot of snow. Yeah, yeah, that that is very true. So uh, to Chris, uh, uh, I've been speaking to quite a few people and quite a few folk are going to this game. So, for example, the guys from Canada are going, you know, the Cowboys can fan guys, they're going to yeah. Canada, then they're going to Detroit. So I'm really buzzing for those guys because that's that's their year trip. They're going to their first away games as a group because normally they try to go to home games. So yeah. buzzing for them. And obviously I'll be I'll be missing that. I'll be going to the Indianapolis game and the Texans game just right after yeah. Thanksgiving. So, but... But we're here to talk about the Minnesota game. So with that being said, I'll just quickly bring up the injury report for now. Yeah. And uh, we've got quite a few questionables on the list. So Brian Iger, yeah. Anthony Barr, Quentin Bohanna, Anthony Brown, Ezekiel Elliott, which Jerry can I'm pretty much confirmed in 105.3, the fan that he is pretty much going to be playing. Um, yeah. Michael Gallup, he was full full practice he's good to go Demarcus Lawrence is limited on Friday and he's questionable for the game stats and Tyler Smith is good to go on yeah. the on the other side of the ball um damn Christian Darasaw has been full participation he'll be playing as as mm. as as Justin Jefferson uh, uh oh, sorry I did to apologize my phone just kind of went off there um and also we've got a Caleb Evans. He is out. Uh, so mm. Arias Smith, obviously he's questionable, which is probably a good thing for our run game. And yeah. Dalvin Tomlinson, he is out as well. So um, do you have any thoughts with regards to the uh, the injury report right now, Brian? Um, I, I like I, I suppose the main one is that Zeke is is ready to go, and I think he would have been ready to go if we didn't have Pollard playing so well last week and Malik Davis coming in and doing what he did last week. So that's 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 the good one. Then I suppose Tank being a concern is definitely that that's that's one to watch, and I'd I'd be concerned if he's not there for Sunday because. What I what I what I'm hearing coming out of Minnesota this week is that they're planning to try and take the ball 
around the edges. They're 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 looking to go outside the tackle in the run game. Yeah. If Tank is not there, we're screwed because he's he's our only edge who's really capable of setting an edge. Yeah. And this kind of kind of bring draws back to the attention of why we brought in like so Tack McKinley. Like mm. which kind of now it kind of makes sense because of the whole like we're taking him on as a more of a precaution. Because I was quite mm. I was quite surprised we did bring in another defensive end into the uh, into the practice squad and stuff like that who may get promoted up, but now it kind of makes sense. So, um, they're kind of like, and then again, it's it's a little bit of criticism in a way, but we're safety netting quite a lot of these picks, like like these these players that we're bringing in. It's like just enough to do the job. It's not someone that can actually make a, a major impact. Then again, we could be wrong, though. We could be wrong. Yeah. Just from, like just from mean, yeah, just from like a fan's perspective, it doesn't really kind of get you over the moon, excited, and it's like, oh, yeah, like, you know? Yeah, I I suppose the thing with, with Tack McKinley coming in is he was he was there in the offseason and they caught him at roster cut time. Um, but he knows Dan Quinn's style of defense, so he'll know how to set an edge in Dan Quinn's system if he needs it. Um, but the thing is, you can never have too many defensive ends. You can never have too many corners, and you can never have too many O line men. So it makes sense to add them. And I mean, I think that's a, what a lot of teams are trying to do now. Like obviously, the trade deadline has passed, so it's just add guys and add guys who have experience in the league if you can. Yeah. I mean, it's we all know how much Demarcus Lawrence is a fundamental part in terms of the run stopping right now, mm. and 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 it was kind of he was pretty much our saving grace in terms of slowing down the Packers at that point. I thought, yeah. um, with him being out and the way how Dalvin Cook's been playing right now, it's it's going to be a long night, and especially how we've been exposed so early on when it comes to the run game. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Like Kirk Cousins might take a step back in this game, and actually just kind of decide to run the ball for the majority of the game. Yeah, and I mean, as yeah, as you kind of alluded to before, before we went on air, in terms of, I think it was a Professor O put out the stats. Yeah, there. so, so yeah, yeah, so yeah, Professor O, uh, aka Matt Owen, who does work for the Cowboys Wire, does a lot of data analytics and stuff like that for the mm -hmm. Dallas Cowboys. He's just um put up a, a couple of tweets um saying some nice quite interesting stat, uh, statistics here so um i'll bring this up just now so kurt cousins completion rate or completion percentage drops down to 42.9 percent when he's pressured um the vikings play zone coverage in 82.5 percent and of their saps uh, of their snaps mm -hmm. which is second most and they use cover six or quarters and 47.7 of their snaps which they're ranked number one of doing so um, in terms of Dallas, they average 6.11 yards per carry when rushing onto the left side. So that's on Tyler Smith and Connor McGovern, which, yeah. is, which, is, which is quite interesting, actually. I would have thought it would have been more on the right-hand side with, yeah. with Steele and Zach Martin. But yeah. um, Prescott has a 125 QB rating on play-action passes, second behind Mahomes, So, yeah. which is quite interesting. Yeah. Um and finally CD Lamb has 12 20 yard passes, uh, 20 yard receptions tied for fourth. Yeah. So, so quite we quite interesting when we break down we 
Um, stats for week 11. So uh, thanks to uh, Matt, aka Professor yeah. O, for putting those up. Though, it's quite, quite interesting to kind of break that down there and kind of make a wee discussion out of that, for sure. Yeah. And like, as you, as you, as you say, you know, this team is huge on putting pressure on the quarterback. And if if the plan and what the plan I've heard coming out of Minnesota this week is they're going to try and run off the edge and run outside of the tackles, mm-hmm. it makes sense because it protects Cousins because everybody knows Kirk Cousins is a great quarterback in garbage time. He's a great quarterback when he has time. But when when, when someone's in his face, he doesn't like it. Yeah, and uh, that, yeah, that 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 percentage when pressure just kind of ju- yeah. uh, justifies that forty two point nine percent in completions. So it's like literally like a do or die moment for every time per uh, uh, gets pressured. So, yeah. um, so with that being said, like, how would you feel? What is the keys to victory in terms of this game? Because obviously we need to put the pressure on, um, yeah. Kurt Cousins, but. Give me your kind of breakdown of where are key ways to win this game. I think, look, um, it, it's unsexy, but it's going to have to be the offensive line and the defensive line are going to have to step up tomorrow. They're going to have to win that battle in the trenches. Um, the defensive line have got to stop the run. I think we were talking about it in our own UK admin group. Mm-hmm. The what they've had 450 yards running in the last two games, and you cannot do that against the Vikings. No. You cannot give up 200 plus yards. Um, so they've got a they've got a set a good edge. If that's if that's say Tank, if it's Tack McKinley having to come in, if Tank is injured, they've got to set that run the run, get the runners back into the tackles, and then on the offensive side of the ball, they've got to cut out the penalties. Penalties killed us and continue to kill us under Mike McCarthy. Like it negated the two big plays in overtime last week. Mm-hmm. You know, Jalen Talbert lining up offside and then holding by Conor McGovern. Can't afford that. Yeah, uh, no, I totally agree. And again, I think I'll maybe kind of add more on top of this as well in terms of the offense. I think for likes of our coaches and, mm. and, in a way, Kellen more does deserve a little bit, of, a little bit of heat from some of the decisions that did make, like especially in that fourth quarter against Green Bay, deciding yeah. to be more pass heavy when he didn't had to be. Um, mm. We could have easily run the ball to keep in possession, run down the clock, but yeah, it is what it is. Um, but I just hope we can actually kind of be in that more simple, more the the less is more approach going into this yeah. game because that can be more impactful I think um, but in terms of the defence I'll be honest I'm very nervous when it comes to when you're dealing with like, so Dalvin Cook and Madison that, that is a yeah. good that is a good one two punch combination running back duo you've got there for the Vikings yeah. and obviously they've got Justin Jefferson who we just mentioned there he's going to be available for the game which sucks for us unfortunately yeah <laughs> And you, you also have T.J. Hawkinson. Will will show yeah, you yeah, so, so, well. so 
So that will be the second game we'll be up against him. Obviously, we played him when he was at Detroit a couple of weeks ago, and now he'll be up against us uh, representing the Minnesota Vikings. And yeah. I, have to, I have to say, the Vikings did a really good bit of good business to get the acquisition for Hawkinson. I generally thought he would have kind of went a lot more higher for what the trade was, but uh, yeah. fair play to them. Fair play. They, they, they did very well in terms of their trades. So, and, but, Kind of looking back from last week, though, for the the Vikings, though, if there's one thing I will kind of give so much praise for is the, is their heart and determination. Mm. Like yeah. they they did not give up that game at all, and that whole scenario at the end zone was just sheer craziness. I've never seen anything like it in a long time, where yeah. it was just constant. Like turnovers, like loss of possessions, and just it was just sheer chaos. Just down at that end zone, like it was like if I was a Buffalo fan, I'd be losing my mind, obviously. But but going into this game now, it's like they'll have that momentum going in their list, like feeling very uplifted. And what well, they're eight and one now, and yeah. like matching with the the horrible team that is from Hell of Philadelphia. Uh, in terms of the record, uh, sorry, I had to throw that in there. You know, uh, you know, guys, I have a bad despise to the Philadelphia Eagles. I just cannot stand them, so I try not to use their actual name. I just call them the Dirty Birds. So, <laughs> so there we go. Um, I but, don't even mention them, or yeah, or just blind them. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, that, that, that team, <laughs> that team, yes. And saying that, they've. Talking about those dirty birds, they've made some acquisitions as well. So we'll, we may we'll, we may break into that later on. Um, yeah. But in terms of Minnesota, though, um, they just seem to be like under their new co- head coach, uh, away from the Mike Zimmer days. They've seemed to be <laughs> they've seemed to got their act together. Don't get me wrong; they still have the same traits of Kirk Cousins, still panicking and stuff like that. But that seems yeah. to be that seems to be the only thing that's really remained the same is Kirk Cousins. Other than that, yeah. other than that, the the the, the teams kind of really embrace this new um this new head coach. I I, mm. I do I do forgive me, I cannot remember the head coach's name. Kevin. Um, yeah. So um so they've really embraced their culture over there. Mm. I find that's probably probably one of the best ways because that's that's one thing you kind of what you tend to use nowadays is is the culture in the locker room and stuff like that, and people get very more motivated to play for the team. And we're seeing that with the Vikings right now. So when it, when you're playing up against a very motivated team that are there for each other, that's a dangerous team. So, and a couple of weeks ago, and, and I'm sure you recall this as, as well, Brian, mm. it's like when we were looking at the schedule, we were more like, well, in fact, before the season started, we were more worried about the Green Bay game than the Vikings mm. game. Now it seems to flip to flipped over now. Yeah, like I, I, I think we're all very careful around Green Bay because of the history we have with Green Bay and especially Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you know, and and it showed on Thursday night. You know, there's nothing like the sight of a Dallas Cowboys jersey to get a Packers fan going. Mm-hmm. Um, but the flip side of that is for us, and and you can even flip it back to last year. Minnesota don't like the sight of a Dallas Cowboys jersey and we won last year in 
what is it? Is it Fed? Is it US US Bank Arena? Is their stadium? Uh, US Bank Stadium or something like yeah. that. Yeah, because uh, we won twenty to sixteen, I believe that was the score line, yeah. and that was with Cooper Rush. And... Yeah. What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast, and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. And I'll... I'll... I will say this from the get-go. This is going to be a completely different game from last year because we're, we're the whole Mike Zimmer days, they were deteriorated, like deteriorated. Yeah. They were worn down and we still managed to get the, the away win, which was fantastic at the time. Yeah. But we're up against a more team that's more highly motivated. They've drafted well. They've brought, up, brought in yeah. some good... They've traded well, brought in some good free agents as well. So... um. It's. I'd say this is going to be one of the more uh, closer battles. But another interesting thing as well, I will bring up as well, is that the Vikings have always seemed to kind of like connect the score, like within one, like either three points or seven points. It's like it's yeah. like it's very close contested games, but they yeah, still, it's but never still, a blowout. It's it's never a blowout. So make of that what you will, but. It could be one of those wins where it's like they always came to be. I don't know what I want to say trailing behind, but it seemed to be they just kind of be they just kind of seem to just edge it out at the right moment type of yeah. thing. If that makes sense. Yeah, like the Minnesota are never going to blow you out in any way. It's it's not their style. They're they're not a. It's not that they can score. And, but they're not a heavy scoring offense. You're never going to talk about Minnesota as team 40 or 50 burger in the way we did last season with, you know, with Zeke and Pollard and the three, three first wide receivers that we had. You know, you could talk about sexy football like that. Minnesota, are, you know, they're a typical NFC North team. They'll grind it out. Yeah. And, and and generally keep, as you as you say, within three to seven points that they're always in the game. But, one of one of the points I did hear during the week is apparently we're three and zero 
at the US Bank Stadium. Minnesota have never beaten us at the, in their in their new stadium, and they're undefeated right now, and they're still yeah. this season, which is quite yeah. so. So they're four and all right now. Yeah, so so us going up there, it's 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 kind of one of those home away from home games for us, and historically it has been. So I I I expect it's going to be a low scoring game. Um, and I expect, as you said, it will be close. That it will be within three to seven points. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. And I don't think either side will run away with this. Yeah. Um, and if if you you brought him up on the injury report, if Christian Darasaw is injured, that's that's something that would warm my heart. He's yeah. a very good offensive tackle. He really is. I I I highly rate him as well. Um. But uh, but it turns out in the injury report he will be playing. So, but we don't know yeah. if uh, if he's going to be one hundred percent or like if he's just basically like just trying to continue on with the injury or whatever and that. So, in fact, let me just double check what was the injury. So it was a it's concussion. So, um, if he's been given mm-hmm. if if he's been given um, yeah. full participation on the Friday based on the injury concussion, then he is pretty much really good to go out there. So, it's a bummer for us. But we're just going to have to drain it out. Make sure Micah Parsons is out there. He's absolutely on full lion mode, pretty much. Mm. Um, yeah. but, but I'm just looking at the Vikings' uh, actual season so far. So the only game they've kind of scored more than like 10 points um, mm. is their season opener against the Green Bay Packers, which was 23, yeah. 23 to 7. All the other yeah. games so far, between the against the Lions was 28 24. Uh, yeah. the Saints was 28 25. Bears was 29 22. Dolphins was 24 16. So that's like eight points. Yeah. Uh Vikings Cardinals 34 26. Again, eight points. And then yeah. the commanders 28 to 17. And the Bills, obviously, from last week was 33 to 30. So yeah. Not one, not one game out there has like reached over like a forty burger or anything like that. So mm. it's not a high scoring offense, but there are they can be very effective, especially yeah. especially like Justin Jefferson. So for likes of Trevon Diggs, he's gonna have to stick on to him like glue in this game because he's on yeah. like because Jefferson has been on fire. Like some of the the plays he's made, some of the catches he's made. Oh my goodness, mm. it's. Yeah. I can't, you, you can't you can't help but admire the the effort he's, he's put out yeah. there, and he's he's been fantastic since he's been at um, Minnesota. Yeah, I heard he's on track for something for for potentially breaking um, Chad Johnson's two thousand uh, two thousand yards receiving this year, um, which would which would be something sensational if he did it. But yeah. the thing is. This is not a game for um for Minnesota to be throwing the ball up there. You don't want to do that against Trayvon Diggs. Nope, nope, no. Nope. Like yeah, Jefferson Jefferson's great at high pointing. Absolutely, he is. But you don't want to be putting a 50-50 ball up there like they did on the fourth and eighteen. Like fair play to fair play to Jefferson. It was a brilliant catch, and you don't have a fourth and eighteen play inside the two minute warning in your playbook. So Cousins just threw it up there and hoped. You're not going to do that. You do not do that against Trayvon Diggs because you, you, you're you potentially putting a pick six there. Absolutely. You know? 
And and why would they want to throw it anyway, knowing how our run defense has been so far? Like, yeah, it it, it, it sounds so simple when you kind of put it down to that, but will Kirk Cousins kind of back away from that and still want to downslide it most likely? Because yeah. that's, that's the type of quarterback he is. He still wants to throw the ball. Like I'm sure he won't be too thrilled with the fact that he won't be um, throwing the ball as much because the scheme uh, against us is pretty much run the ball down the middle or run the ball to the weak side of the edge away, yeah. from, away from Tank. So, um, But it'll be very interesting to see. But with that being said, though, Brian, um, you mentioned like the score predictions and stuff. So let me ask yeah. you, what is your score prediction? And followed by that, what would your bold prediction be in terms of what would be the highlight of the game that you did not mm. expect? So I'm going to go for 28-23. Um, and I'm not sure if that's going to be in the Cowboys or, or the Vikings' favour. I'm, oh. I'm still on the fence. So you're still on the you're you're still on a, a yeah. on a, on the fence on that one, okay? Yeah. Right. So I've actually got a some of the our fellow uh, UK Cowboys uh, Cowboys guys stores here as mm. well. So Jamie, he's when, and you're not going to be happy with him on this one. Is thirty four ten Vikings? Ouch. Yeah. No, that's yeah. So so that's Jamie's bad. Jamie's not confident about this game at all. Yeah. And Lauren, he's went twenty three twenty one Cowboys. Yeah, I can I can see that. Like that's why I say twenty eight twenty three because I can see I can see Minnesota getting three or four touchdowns and us getting maybe three field goals. So that's why I went twenty eight twenty three. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would agree. I I can see twenty one twenty three scoreline in our favor as well. So. As you say, as as you you alluded to earlier, it's going to be within a score. It's going yeah. to be within six points, and it's just which which way it goes. I think a lot of it will come down to luck as well. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, but for my score prediction, I put down twenty four thirteen for the Cowboys. I'm being a bit, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm being a bit more bolder in that. Like even though it's a low score game, yeah. After I given us like eleven points score ahead, yeah. like. I'm just kind of thinking based on the history with Dak playing against Minnesota previously. Like I think yeah. he I think he what, had like three touchdowns and over like three hundred mm. yards at, like since the last time he actually properly played yeah. against Minnesota, and obviously just basically our favored like being like that like you mentioned every time we go to the US Bank or at the stadium. Um, yeah. I, can't, I can't remember the actual name of the stadium. I do apologize, Vikings fans, yeah. if you do listen to this. Um, um, we've, we've been actually pretty solid whenever we ever do go over there. So, um, so I'm 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 being very optimistic as I should be as a Cowboys fan. You need to be op- <laughs> you need to be optimistic for this game. Yeah, right. Like we we need to kind of bring down the the Titans with their records right now. Um, hopefully we can actually do the same again. It's like so the Dirty Birds later on the season as well. Yeah. Put them back down to level, like back to out of dreamland. But thankfully the commanders did that for us. Uh, so, yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so t- I've won 24-13 and my bold prediction is Micah Parsons going to get a strip sack and, mm-hmm. and I think 
CD Lamb is going to go for two touchdowns over 85 yards. Yeah. Like I was I was trying to think in terms of bold predictions. So I have a I have a couple. Trayvon Diggs is going to get an interception. Okay. I think I think this might be Michael Gallup's game where Gallup might go for one or two ah. touchdowns. CD Lamb. Because Dak hasn't had um hasn't had a great connection so far, but it'll get there. Um and this is my bold prediction. Something is going to happen on special teams. I are we are we saying it this week? Because we've been saying it nearly every week this season. Is it going to be a Devante Turpin touchdown? Is that what we're saying? No, this, this is not what it, this is not. No, it's actually on the other side. Oh, so it, the, the Minnesota kicker has missed multiple extra points this year. Oh, and I I, I, a, I like this take. I like this. I think our special teams might block a kick and return it for two points. Interesting. I like that. I like that. No, that that I never even even occurred to me about their special teams right now. I never, never even yeah. occurred to me that. No, that's interesting. Well, we'll end the show here, folks. In case you are wondering, our very own Meg Murray, she's unwell at the moment, so I have taken the rain today and I've brought in my my Irish compadre here, Brian from UK Cowboys. So we're still here. We're still giving you the content. We're still breaking down the show. And uh, get well, Meg. We miss you. So she's just a, a, a little bit under the weather at the moment. So you'll she'll be back here next week. But yes, be sure to go and um, go and follow bloggingtheboys.com. Be sure to go and check out all the other um, podcasts available on the network. And with that being said, um, Brian, how can uh, people find you on social media? So I'm 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 on social media. It's at Brian Gaynor or at Gaynor Brian. I'm never sure which way it is. You you you'll find me on any of the connections with the UK Cowboys. I'm always there on on those the guys. Always tag me in on them. Yep, and uh, you guys can also follow me on I am P Stu on Twitter and Instagram, and also uh, you can see me commenting, tweeting about Dallas Cowboys related to blogging the boys and also related to. Brian here as well for the UK Cowboys. So with that being said, have a good time, folks. Enjoy the game and go Cowboys. And let's try and get this fit today against the Minnesota Vikings. Cheers. And in the words of our great friend Meg, Dallas forever. Belly for never. Let's go. What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Property Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of PropG Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the PropG Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts.